Hey everybody, welcome to the No Distance Podcast, where it's all about seeking the Lord who isn't far from any one of us. I am your co-host, Michael Pulliam. And my name is Brittany Pulliam, and together we co-chair the youth ministry at Christ Temple Apostolic Faith Church in Chicago, Illinois. Amen. So, we finally did it, guys. We're finally here, finally. Episode 10. We've done 10 episodes. How do you feel so far about Brit? I feel, okay, you want like the super honest answer or you just want, you know, the whatever you feel like giving the people. <laughs> I don't know what I feel like giving the people, but the honest answer is I feel very different from when we did the first episode. Okay. And I wasn't sure we'd make it to one episode a month. So the, so the fact that we're at 10 episodes before the summer is out. Before the year is out. But especially before the summer is out, because mm-hmm. that means we're going to make it to 12, yeah. probably like 15 or 20 even yeah. years out. So that's that's a good a good thing. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm proud of us. Yes. We're doing it. Yes. Doing I am proud out. of us, too. I am proud of us, too. Oh, okay. um, so do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Let's, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can go. OK. So I had a kind of question with it or something mm-hmm. like a statement, but uh. So my first question is, what is the importance of being validated? Um, like, why as people or as persons that we have to feel like we need somebody to validate us? Why do you, why is that a thing? Why is that to a, have a stamp on you? Yeah. Why? Why? Why, does, why do we need? Why do we need somebody's approval? Do you mean someone else? You mean why do we need somebody's approval, or do you mean like why do we have a need to be approved? Because yeah, it could, it could be different since we're talking about like, do I need people's validation? Yeah. Do you mean like, why do we need um, to know that we're accepted at all, regardless right. of who's accepting us? Like, why right. do we need to know that we're accepted? Right. That's an excellent question. I'm sure it's just innate in our nature, but I think it also comes from the fact that we already know that we are imperfect mm-hmm. and that we're fallen from like we've already missed the mark of what we can be. I think we're keenly aware of our own potential and we're aware of our highest potential. And we're aware that on a normal day, we're not reaching that mark. We we don't hit it. And so I guess you can say to make us feel better about ourselves, we'd like somebody else to say that you, you hit a, the mark. You hit the mark. You did a good job. You did a good job. Like that's kind of. Give you them butterflies in your stomach. kind you of. You know, thing. like that. that's what I think. Um, oh me i did that oh man thanks man you shouldn't have do it again you know like <laughs> that kind of thing yeah. but i think it's because we know that we missed the mark on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. we know okay. we missed the mark and to kind of help ease the feel bad about it now then what if you're the type of person that never feels like you missed the mark then um we're gonna talk about you <laughs> because <laughs> you probably feel like you don't miss the mark because you decide for yourself that whatever I hit is the mark. You know, there's no, target. <laughs> That's a good point. there's no target until my arrow landed. If wherever my arrow landed, that was the target. Is so that, of course of like, I hit uh, it. Somebody saying, are you supposed to be here at three 30? Yeah, but it's four 30, but I'm on time. But how are you on time? You just, no, I'm whatever. meant to be here at four 30. That's on time. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I meant to be here at four thirty. Trust me, I got oh, this all man. under control, and really, you don't. No, you don't have nothing under control. What do you think, though? Why why do we have this need to be validated or approved of? Um, now to a certain extent, I think it does come from our nature. As in, we were like that from when we were children. Sometimes, it's like, mom, dad, do a good job with this. You know, wanting our parents' validation. So, I think it is innate, and um, depends on how much. If we did, like. I almost want to say it has to be a perfect balance for people growing up. Because if you don't get enough, then you want a lot of it. If you had too much, then you always expect it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's a perfect balance when growing up that, you know, it's probably good to have. And, and not everybody gets it, but it's not the worst thing in the world sometimes. It's just that, you know, some people look for it a lot. Then some people, you know, expect it a lot, no matter what they do. You know, like you were mm-hmm. saying, oh, I hit that arrow. I hit that. Everybody should praise me kind of thing. But yeah, because my arrow landed. My arrow landed. That's right. That's right. Not ex- not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> um, but in terms of what we're talking about, so we have, so we know we missed the mark. We know that we're not reaching our full potential, and then we're talking about this kind of existing hierarchy in religion, where it's kind of up to priests and people with titles to kind of pass down to us whether or not God is approving of our choices. Um whether or not we're really saved, whether or not God really likes us or God wants us to change something about us. And a lot of people have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first, one of my first presentations in college, I was taking a political science course with a very atheist instructor. Mm. And we had to give a final presentation. Um, and this instructor, I mean, like all the quizzes, all the quizzes and tests were open book and all the questions were the review questions at the back of the book. Like, I don't even think the teacher really cared all that much, but they were very, very animated when it came to discussion about God and government and how there should definitely be a separation of states. So I took it upon myself for my final presentation to attack that discussion. And in that presentation, I talked about like why people have an issue with God, why people have an issue and why they want God and government separated so much. And it is because of this idea that um, God is so far away and that God cannot be reached on an individual level. Like he's somewhere out there and only certain people seem to have access to him. And if only certain people have access to him, probably those people who have access to him made him up. And so it's just a way of controlling everybody. Okay. And my instructor was so excited about that. He was like, he was over there. He was like, yes, that's exactly right. Absolutely. 100%. Um, And I'll tell you guys the end of the story later, but I don't remember where I was going. Okay. Do you have an idea of where I was going? Uh, Not this moment. No. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just finish the story. Then validation trying to validation. Oh, okay. Talking about this hierarchy. I've addressed it before in college in that presentation and that, So we need this validation, apparently, like it's innate in us because of our fallen nature. We all know we're not meeting the mark on something. That's where insecurity comes from, because we know something's not perfect about us. But then this question of do I really have to have somebody pass down to me whether or not God is accepting me? I think that's what I was getting at. Okay. okay. And it's similar with God and government. So we're not talking about political government in the world system of government, but we're talking about like kind of spiritual government. Okay. 
do we still do we still need do we still need other people to pass down to us what god thinks about us okay all right yes yeah that was a lot it was a lot i'm still trying to you know kind of that's gonna need some editing (laughs) we might have to do a retake i probably jumped the gun i probably really didn't want to share that story yet but you did. But I did. So let's just pretend like I didn't say anything and you just ask your second question and we'll put it after the answer of the question I just answered. We'll, we'll see. No, it's not It's not that it was in a bad spot. It's I don't just, know where I was going and I don't think I got there. I think you did. I think you did. I understood what you were saying. It was a lot to take in. It's like, okay, what's my next question? What do I ask to this, to this thing kind of thing? thing. So, and my next question would be like, so in that class and all that you did, do you feel... Did what the teacher was saying, the agreement from your teacher, did that help feel like your statements and arguments were validated? Oh, it helped me feel like I was setting him up real good for the point of the presentation. Oh, okay. Because that's that's kind of, I was, I totally get that perspective and I acknowledge it. It's a valid perspective. Um, Tactics to control people like power hungry Okay. That totally makes sense to me. And I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it doesn't happen. I believe that there are people in every version of a religion, mm-hmm. even in every church, there's somebody who's using um, their status, if you will. They might not necessarily have a title, but who feels like because of their status, they've been a member for so many years that they have the right and that God has especially endowed them to give other people the thumbs up or the thumbs down on what they're doing or what they're not doing. Okay. Okay. So I was just acknowledging that point in the class, but there is an answer to it. Don't worry. I, I ain't leave the Christians hanging. No, no, no. You're fine. You're (laughs) fine. No, no, no. And, And so that goes into my next question, I guess, or the next thing. And then, so like, in that all the the validation, what type of validation as Christians do we do you think we should like want or that is good for us? See, that's the thing. I don't know because I can think of like well, if if, if I was really thinking about lunch, which I am. <laughs> uh, you think about lunch? You no, know, if I was really thinking about it, which oh. I am. Um, the the kind of validation as a Christian that I would strive for is especially in church, um, is one, the Bible automatically validates Christians. You know, if you keep the fruits of the spirit, if you do this, you do that, that's a a form of validation. Um, and it's easy kind of to go by that because you if you're reading the Bible, you should know like, oh, okay, I'm already doing these this is what God likes to see in us. Now, that doesn't still mean you're perfect. It just means you are you're you're in the process of already doing the things that gets you there in a sense. And the point is just you no. Know, one of the main ones, you know, kind of says stay humble, be meek, you know. So don't be boastful about, you know, you feel like you're doing all these great things. Um But it's nice to know that you're on, nice the right path. you're on the right path. And so it's the Bible and I think um you know, honestly you do get it a lot in church and then at the same time you kind of don't get it a lot in some church. Um, and it just depends on who who the person is that you're receiving validation from. And you never want to receive validation 
or I should say encouragement in the sense that tell that is negative or tells you to do something negative. So in a sense, explain that. Um, like if you just give an example, like say your kid does something bad and you're like da 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 da, you shouldn't have done that. You yell, you yelling and fussing in front of everybody and and humiliating you, the child. You humiliate yourself, them, yourself, like, really. You humiliate yourself, really. Um. But doing all that, and then somebody somebody comes up and says, "Yeah, you did a good job in verbally abusing your child in front of the whole entire church." And yeah, that, that was that was me. Mm-hmm. You did a good job. High five that. That is not exactly what I would call something that should be validated. Like we shouldn't be doing that. Nah. That's what I you know. That's what I was trying. Gotcha. I think it's a hard question to ask what kind of validation should we look for or should we be receiving? Okay. Um, one thing that came to mind when you talked about the Bible was the rich young ruler who came to Jesus and said, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? Yeah. And Jesus gave him the 10 commandments and he yeah. said, I've been doing all of this from my youth. Um, I'm going to have to go to the scripture. I don't think the words you're doing well no, that didn't, said, that didn't. Jesus might have said that in one of the versions. He might have said something to the point like "good job," in a sense, and then he said, "Okay, now you're only lacking this." And when he gave the rich young ruler the one thing he was lacking, he went away sorrowful mm-hmm. because he didn't get the pat on the back that he was expecting. He wasn't. He was expecting probably for Jesus to be like, "Oh, you're keeping everything. You're a shoe in. You're good. There's nothing more that the Father wants from you." you to inherit eternal life right right so it's kind of hard to say like well if you're if if your life is matching the bible then you're good you know so mm-hmm. far you, you should feel good about yourself it's really that's kind of the pharisee's problem you and, know? I, and i think that's where the meekness parts come in when it talks about the fruits of the spirits so it's like mm-hmm. you're going to you know you might start feeling good but st- stay humble keep you know meek and low and all that not to think you got it all together because you don't still you still don't have it all together but you know what the i think the fruits of the spirits are showing is the validation that hey this person is trying to live a godly lifestyle doesn't mean that they're they can boast anything about it it's just saying this is what it looks like kind of thing mm. and uh so that goes into the the scripture or the bible story i should say we're using for this episode and the fact of validation is the um the Pharisee and the publican, and they, you know, they, when they were both praying in the uh, the temple. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to make sure we bridge this properly. Okay. Because we're talking about a little bit of this middleman thing. So let's just make it clear. The middle person, the priest, the minister, whomever, mm-hmm. who's giving this information, passing this information down to somebody. Mm-hmm. One answer is that they are necessary. Scripture talks about how God's given us pastors, prophets, teachers for the perfecting of the saints, meaning that God put it in order that these individuals would be here to serve, to make us like to get us towards perfect. Right. So that process towards perfect could continue. If we could get to perfect without the pastors and the teachers and the apostles, then those offices would not exist. However, they do exist. So then without these individuals, there is going to be a level um, in your relationship with God, godliness, righteousness, whatever you're trying to attain to that you're not going to be able to attain by yourself. And even 
very secular rich people will tell you that you need to not be the smartest person in the room if you're going to be successful. Likewise, in holiness, you need to not be the most righteous person in the room. You need to not be the most um you need to be righteous though you need to be righteous but you should not be like you shouldn't be the top you shouldn't yeah. be the highest standard in the room if you're gonna get any better if you're right. the biggest fish in the pond like there's n- there's, there's no room for you to grow really mm-hmm. and so likewise with our faith we have to be around individuals who are beyond us in whatever area nobody is all-encompassing better than us like one person might have prayer down really well. Another person might have witnessing down. Another person might have studying down more than you, but you might have something that, you know, you're a little bit higher than them right. in a different area, right. but you should never feel like you've got everything to yourself. Right. So that's one. They are there on purpose. So we'll just put that on. But then after that comes the idea of, Um, And this is where I'll bring back that presentation I did in college. So the end of that presentation was that the reason why we still need God and why it's not a problem is because the God that we serve is not a God who cannot be reached by an individual. He is available for you to talk to one-on-one without a person in the middle. And so while we still need them to get us perfect, it is not because we can't reach God on our own. Okay. We can reach God for ourselves. You can pray by yourself and God answer you to yourself without using other people just to show you that he can. And then he can use other people and books and images. Like, trust me, he's talking in a lot of things. Okay. okay. Um, so then when you get to that point and you realize, okay, but I can, I can talk to God one-on-one by myself and then how do we handle being validated i'm reading the word for myself i'm praying on my own me and god are having conversations right and what i'm reading in scripture is validating me what i'm feeling in prayer is validating me the people around me are telling me like you're doing a good job keeping up with your praying keeping up with your study attending church regularly whatever it is I'm doing. And so I don't feel bad about my walk. Amen. I don't feel bad. I don't feel like, I mean, I know I'm not perfect and there's always more to grow, but I don't feel like I'm really bad. And so when other people tell me that actually you're not doing anything. I know that's a lie. You know, Um, but this is where that humility gets into play because we can, get trapped in keeping our own score for ourselves. Amen. You might you might notice when you're playing a game with two teams, you mm-hmm. typically have the scorekeeper be separate of the two teams because yes. of conflict of interest. Right. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep your own score on righteousness. It's a conflict of interest because we will be way more merciful to ourselves because it's ourself. Right. Than we would Anybody else. Anybody else. Anybody. And so we, we might uh pad the numbers. Oh, we will. We'll definitely pad the numbers. We'll, we'll come def- up with we'll stuff def- and believe we came up and like believe it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not a lie. 
not really knowing, you know, you didn't do it. You just, just, you know, so sure that you're like, so oh, sure. yeah. I couldn't have done that. Right. That's not what it was. And I think that's what this Pharisee's problem was. <laughs> it is the problem. I think that's what his problem was. So can I go ahead and read it yet? Absolutely. Okay. So we are in uh, Luke chapter 18 verses. We're going to read verses 10 through 14. And it says, two men went up into the temple to pray. The one, a Pharisee, thank you, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. Literally, publicans like right next to him and says, and I'm not like this publican, like, oh, okay, it's right here, man. You know, let's continue on verse 12. I fast twice in a week in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Now going on to the publican and the publican standing afar off will not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven. But smote upon his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you. This man went down to his house justified rather than the other man. For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Now, I would like, I don't know, this is my first time. Maybe, you know, you guys can let me know in the notes. But starting off the story, and it says on verse 11, And the Pharisees stood and prayed thus with himself. It it doesn't say he prayed to God. It said he prayed thus with himself. Because I think, I feel like I read this somewhere. Maybe not. Or maybe I saw the same thing when I read it. Like, and this is Jesus telling the story. He yeah. doesn't even give the Pharisee credit for talking to God. He doesn't. He said, basically. He's, like, he's praying with himself, so. not to God. God don't want to hear that. God's yeah, not interested in your resume. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah. It's like, God don't care about your resume. Cause we only put the good stuff on our resume. That's what that phrase means. Yeah. We only put the good stuff on our resume. God is not impressed. Right. But you keep talking. I'm thinking about something else. Something we might have to cut a little bit into this segment. Cause I'm pretty sure we're way over time. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so yeah, I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's better to be humble. It's better to, because the humble person is the one that's going to get validated by God. The the meek person, the person that's not always trying to be out there and loud. And, you know, and it, sometimes it's the background person that gets all, you know, the props. And, it, and you won't always see the person get the props in front of people. You might hear, you know, it, it's the person that, you know, somebody walk past, say, hey, I see you doing this, you're doing a good job or something like that. So when we say the validation comes from God, God will send people even to you. To, to say you're doing a good job if it's within i guess you could say holiness or, or within the the how can i say the government as Brittany would say he will send somebody to, to validate you and, and 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 tell you you're doing a good job and and show you that that your 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 service isn't something that that's been missed if it's necessary if it's it necessary. might not be necessary in fact um one of the books that I've been reading talks about the spirit of divination and how it comes to us. And it's, and it comes to us when we start to take credit for the good things that we do. Before we get started on this, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. 
Can this be another episode? Like the the credit do or probably so. We probably should break it. Yeah, I think we should break it. We can find a way to break it. Okay. I don't know how we're gonna close this. We might just have to do part one and part two. Well, they can't hear you talk against the mic anyway. So No, it's <laughs> gotta get edited. Oh yeah. That's what I mean. It. So so okay, hold on. And this is where we're gonna fade in. Let me fade out. Fade in. And yeah, so that's what it means to, you know, get validated by God and the people of God. No, we can't end with that. Okay. I don't think it's I don't think that's scripturally sound. Okay. So so what's scripturally sound here? So the the end of the the end of the story, two things. One, publican never knew what his status was with the Lord. As far as Jesus' story is concerned, he's still going to his house as a sinner. Okay. That's number one. That's number one. Nobody came and told him that he did better than the Pharisee. For all he knows, the Pharisee's resume is looking real good. If God is going to save either one of them, he's picking the Pharisee and he's going to have to come back tomorrow and repent and beg God to have mercy on him again. That's number one. Number two, the way the story ends, Jesus says he went down more justified than the Pharisee. And something important about being justified is that it comes from the outside. Justifying is kind of like making an excuse or giving an excuse to someone mm-hmm. or kind of changing the story on their behalf. So think about any movie you ever watched where, um, okay, take for example, Instant Family that we just watched yesterday. Okay. And they're in the hospital and the caseworker comes and they're trying to tell her, tell the caseworker like, yeah, I was kicking her friends out and we were at the car. We weren't watching Juan and that's how he had the gun. And his sister's like, no, 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 no. That's not the story. That's nail not gun. what happened. Nail, nail, gun. nail gun. Yes. Nail gun. Um, uh, and his sister is like, that's not what happened. Da, 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 don't have, that's not what happened. They're like, yes, it is what happened. She's like, no, shut up. It was my fault. And um, she was like, don't you guys understand? This is how people, you know, get their places get changed. Well, she was trying to chain and then you know her and the caseworker went over to talk we're left to think that she was trying to find a way to tell the story where the parents would not get in trouble to justify mm-hmm. their actions right 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 they were not going to be able to justify themselves just like we can't justify ourselves to god right basically saying like all of our efforts to be right mm-hmm. and our efforts to be righteous it's still not going to amount to what it needs to amount to. Mm-hmm. Scripture says all our righteousness is as filthy, filthy rags. rags. So on our best days, we're filthy on our best days when we're really being loving and kind and fasting, fasting and, praying. and praying and, you know, hallelujah, it's filthy rags. And so that's why Jesus had to come. That's why Jesus has to stand in the gap for us to make justification. Yes, ma'am. He's the son who gets in the middle and says, well, father, look at me instead. Basically, just like I cannot remember this character's name. Do you remember what the oldest daughter's name was? Instant family. Lizzie. 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 Just like Lizzie was getting in between the caseworker and the foster parents. Jesus gets in between us and God and justifies us. So when it comes to like having our righteousness or, you know, our efforts to be right and holy validated by anybody, the fact is no one on this earth who we can talk to can validate or say yay or nay on any of it. Nope. Because every last one of us needs Jesus to stand in the gap for us talking to the actual judge who is the Lord God. On Amen. High. That's a good way. That's, 
That's how you end it. That's that's what it that's really what happens. So no, I don't. I don't remember the original question, but the important thing is to remember that is to really have faith, to really be humble in knowing that if you've got a chance at God not being mad at you, your chance is in Jesus Christ. Amen. That that's your that's your shot for God to be happy with you is in Jesus. And if you are relying on yourself in any way, shape or form, Jesus can't vouch for you because you're going to be standing up there at God talking about, but I, this, and I was that, and I did this. And Jesus is like, well, you're not giving me a chance to talk. So I can't get you justified. <laughs> so humility is learning how to be quiet and not give your resume in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> if you have liked what we said here, Please visit us at or 14, if it you, you might not have liked it, 14 but. South Ashton Avenue at Christ to Baptist of Faith Church. Come see about Jesus. Come get baptized. Come get saved in the name of Jesus. Uh, if you want to donate and help us out as we do our ministries, um, we have a Patreon. I, I, right now, my brain is. But that's uh, okay. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Yep, so it's going to be in the show notes. Follow the link. I think it's just Patreon slash No Distance Podcast. I, I really believe that's all it is. Um, but yeah, it'll be in the link in, in the description. And you can mm-hmm. follow it and stuff like that. So um, thank you guys for coming out. Any, any last words? We're praying for you. We're praying for you. We're praying for everybody. We're praying, praying for, for everybody. You. If you need prayer, send Call us a message. Call yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. You can message us on Instagram at No Distance Podcast and follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Like, share, and subscribe and send us a message. And like we said, we're praying for you. We love you guys. And remember, God is not far from any one of us. Amen. That's it.